Good afternoon and welcome to the Monday edition of the Manitoba Farm Journal. I'm your host, Corey Canute. Coming up this afternoon, we'll hear from the Vice President of the Canadian Cattlemen's Association. Also, we'll get a market outlook from Markets Farm. And up first in today's country comment, Keystone Agricultural Producers General Manager Brenna Mahoney will stop by to talk about last week's federal relief announcement. The latest farm news and market numbers all coming up over the next 60 minutes. The time now is 12 o'clock. Here's a look at our local news. Good afternoon. You're listening to the Manitoba Farm Journal. Joining us now is Keystone Agricultural Producers General Manager Brenna Mahoney to comment on last week's announcement made by Federal Ag Minister Marie-Claude Bebo. You know, we're feeling really positive about the minister's visit. Um, I think it really shows the collaboration that's currently ongoing federally and provincially um, and how the drought situation is a top priority for the minister. In fact, that's her first trip since COVID. So I think that that, that coming here, visiting with farmers, uh, getting out to see the cattle situation, uh, getting out to see the crop situation is really, really positive. There was a number of uh, things that uh, she announced. I guess the first one here, just the uh, the tax deferral announcement. Um, yes. Any thoughts on how that that'll help? I think that, you know what, that is something that we were actually asking for, Corey, um, here at CAP, and we're seeing it as being really, really positive. And, you know, we, we wanted it expanded through the entire province of Manitoba. Um, that's going to be something that will provide immediate relief with growers. And it shows that, there's some of these longer standing um, actions that will help them in the future as well. We're wanting that to continue that tax deferral. And another um, thing that she mentioned, uh, an announcement regarding um, farmers turning their crops into, into feed. And, um, yes. you know, I guess just thoughts on, on how that will help the livestock producers. Well, and you know what? It's really tough, Corey. Like, and we understand that. That's actually something we've been working on here at CAP with our partners with Manitoba Crop Alliance, Manitoba Beef Producers. Manitoba Forage and Grasslands. Um, we've had a, a little bit of a coalition going around crop farmers knowing their options. So the minister announcing that uh, as well is exactly reinforcing something that we know is going to be helpful, that there are crops out there right now that are at that perfect point um, that can actually be used for that silage and feed. Um, and that is something that those livestock folks are going to be needing right away. It's urgent. This is a really serious situation. The challenge is economics, and we know that the crop farmers are in a tough situation as well. So we just want people to know their options, and that's what the minister was really leaning into, is know your options. If you can, uh, you know, go talk to your neighbor. Um, you know, talk to them about what they need. Work out a price with them, um, because those, uh, especially the, the mama calf or the mama cows and calves, they require that, that feed right away. We need to secure that feed for everybody. And the biggest component is to talk to Matt. Um, that has been what we've been driving everyone to from the crop side is about knowing your options. Contact Mass immediately. They're there. They're, their teams there are, are wanting to help. Um, they're very aware of the situation and are able to get out in that field, make their assessment so that you can make your decision as quickly as possible. And I guess longer term, um, officials are looking at some sort of AGRA recovery program. Um, yeah. I guess just thoughts on where, where that's leading. So, you know, I think that this is a work in progress, Corey. Um, I think the fact that uh, Minister Eichler had done that, I think it was two Fridays ago, um, and I think that was part of, the, of Minister Bebo coming for her visit 
they, we're going to have to work out the details of what that agri-recovery will look like. The really positive thing about this is the fact that um, the provincial team here has been including members like CAP, um, stakeholders like Manitoba Beef, Manitoba Crop Alliance, Manitoba Forge and Grasslands. We're all part of these conversations. So they really are looking to us for guidance of building out what that program could look like. It just hasn't happened quite yet. The focus has really been on that immediate, um, you know, how do we help support the, the cow-calf operations immediately. Um, but we, that agro-recovery component is going to be coming quite quickly. And I guess to wrap things up, um, just overall thoughts on, on conditions out there. Um, you know, it looks like it's, it's going to be hot again this week, but, um, you know, just, just your thoughts on, on what it's like out there. You know what, Corey, this is devastating. Um, you know, you and I have worked together for quite some time, and even in my short five and a half years of working in agriculture, uh, this is unprecedented. And, you know, droughts have happened before, but this is devastating for folks. And one of the things that we really recognize and are really driving home is that there's stress out there. People are feeling devastated about this. And I'm hearing stories from all across the province of how this is impacting families. Reach out to one another. There are resources out there, even 211 for mental health services. Um, we really need to have um, the Manitoba Farm and Rural and Northern Support Services are also there. It's free. It's confidential. Online counseling to producers. So we really know that this is hurting. I'm actually heading up to St. Rose de Lac tomorrow um, with Manitoba Forge and Grasslands, uh, Duncan, from there. Because we, I want to go see firsthand what's happening and, and hear some more of these stories. That's what's driving our commitment on this issue here at CAP, is actually going out there, seeing what's happening, and hearing what's uh, going on with everyone in their operations. It's very serious, and we take that very seriously. That was Keystone Agricultural Producers General Manager Brenda Mahoney. A look at what's happening in the markets this afternoon is coming up. Good afternoon, I'm Corey Canute. With the 2021-22 crop year approaching, there are a number of changes coming into effect for farmers on August 1st. One of those will see canary seed being designated as an official grain. Remy Goslin is with the Canadian Grain Commission. So essentially, uh, in terms of changes to producers, what this means is that uh, they will now be eligible for compensation in the event of non-payment for their uh, canary seed uh, grain deliveries to grain companies. It also means that uh, in the event of grade disputes, uh, they could also uh, resort to 72 inspectors grade and dockage, which is basically grade arbitration provided by the Canadian Grain Commission. Other changes coming into effect on August 1st are CGC service fee reductions, expanded dawn testing available through the harvest sample program, and wheat class modernization final changes taking effect. And the Canadian Cattlemen's Association is welcoming Minister Bebo's response to the impact of the drought. However, they caution this is just the beginning. Red Schellenberg is the vice president of the CCA. As the situation intensifies and gets more severe across the country, CCA, along with the provincial organizations, will be coming with a more in-detailed ask from government during this time of crisis and disaster. He says Canadian farms and ranches across the country are facing one of the most severe and widespread droughts and one of the largest feed supply shortages that they've experienced in decades. That was a look at today's farm news. I'm Corey Canute. Good afternoon and welcome to the Prairie Eggwire for Monday, July 26th. I'm Corey Canute. Coming up today, we'll get a weather and market outlook from Markets Farm. 
A lack of moisture, dry conditions, and crop stress is having a major impact on crop production. On Friday, the Markets Farm Team gave their July Markets Outlook Summit. Glendalee Allen Vossler took part in the virtual event and focuses in on Bruce Burnett's presentation. Bruce Burnett is the Director of Weather and Market Information for Markets Farm. He started off talking about the magnitude of this year's drought. Certainly, I think uh, we're going to classify 2021 as one of the uh, worst drought years that we've had on the prairies, on par with uh, the 30s, uh, 61, um, as well as the early parts of 2000 um, uh, in terms of drought. So uh, we all know the drill. There were very low subsoil moisture levels going in um, uh, to the winter here. Hot, dry conditions this spring really have uh, hurt crop production. And, and so our crop prospects are quite a bit lower than in other years. Um, I would, uh, in terms of the similarity between droughts, and there are drought, each drought is different, but uh, this does resemble probably mostly like the 1988 drought. Uh, the exception being that the dry area is larger than it was in 88. In 88, the drought was mostly an eastern prairie drought. Um, and uh, uh, in other words, Saskatchewan and in Manitoba. In Alberta, there were, uh, of course, some dry pockets there. But uh, for the most part, uh, Alberta escaped the 1988 drought. This year, all three provinces uh, in the prairies uh, really have been hit by drought conditions this year. Um an indication of where we're what we're looking at for production uh, comes from the U.S. because they've already done a survey of their crops, um, and they're looking at the lowest spring wheat yield since 2002. Uh, production of 305 million bushels on hard red spring, which would be the smallest crop since '88 because they've planted a, a lower area than they did in 2002. So really, really, um, again, 30. 40-year type of numbers in, in terms of how low these yields are. Um, forecasts calling for below normal rainfall and normal to above normal weather here through the middle of August. Uh, again, I, I don't want to raise any false hopes here. Uh, a lot of the damage has been done. Uh, and even with normal temperatures, we're going to see these crops struggle. Uh, it, it's just one of those things this year. Uh, if you were Managed to catch a few of the showers, or if you had better subsoil moisture conditions going into this year, things are looking a little bit better. But uh, again, very few people are going to be looking at uh, crops that were even close to normal this year. He noted that we didn't see any moisture during a key time in the crop's development. Through the heart of what is usually the time frame that we set most of our yields from the middle of June through the middle of July, uh, most of the prairies have received less than or, or have had deficits of more than two inches of rainfall, so 50 millimeters or more uh, of rainfall. And that stretches from the Peace all the way down into Manitoba. And, and certainly we just haven't seen the rains. Yes, we've received some scattered rainfall here in the last week. That's going to improve conditions, especially in areas that picked up those rains, but for the most part, our crops are still suffering from moisture stress and yield potential is dropping. 
the only area over the past 30 days that's received um, uh, above normal precipitation, and we almost needed above normal precipitation to be across the prairies this year in this time frame in order to expect an average kind of a crop, uh, is in the Calgary area along the foothills and down a little bit south of Calgary. But the rest of the prairies has been drier than normal, receiving less than what you would have uh, you know, normally for this period in time. He says markets are starting to and will respond to the lower than expected harvest. Prices for wheat and Durham moved significantly higher in the past couple of weeks. In fact, they've been in rally mode for about a month, uh, uh, you know, due to the concerns about conditions here in North North America. Um, global wheat and Durham situation has changed due to the shortfall in these supplies. So it's going to be a little bit more focused on North America. Um, the next big harvest to happen is is over in uh, Australia, and that won't happen till the end of this year. Uh, we will see some results from the spring wheat harvests in Kazakhstan and Russia, but again, those areas really, really under similar conditions to what we've had, and their production is going to be down sharply from last year. Um, the sprung prices are going to need to continue through the growing season here, or through the marketing year after the growing season, uh, just to ration supplies for wheat in Durham. If you're dropping wheat exports by over 8.5 million tons and Durham exports by 2.5 million tons, uh, that gives you an indication that prices need to remain relatively high here. So, uh, again, it's one of those things. It's a tough growing season. be really, really nice to have a crop to market this year. And uh, certainly my heart goes out to those that uh, have suffered from the brunt of this drought. But uh, again, um, this is one of the reasons why we're seeing the higher prices are these drought conditions. Bruce Burnett is the Director of Weather and Market Information for Markets Farm. Markets Farm releasing its July Market Outlook Summit, looking to harvest. For Golden West, I'm Glendalee Allen Bossler. Thanks, Glendalee. That's it for the Prairie Eggwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email, thefarmdesk at goldenwest.ca. On behalf of Glendalee Allen Vossler, I'm Corey Canute. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. The Prairie Eggwire will return tomorrow on the Golden West Farm Network. Time now for a look at the farm calendar. Keystone Agricultural Producer Summer Advisory Council meeting takes place via Zoom July 28th starting at 9 a.m. Go to the CAP website to register. The Canadian Hereford Association Annual General Meeting and Bonanza 2021 is happening July 28th to the 31st at Brandon's Keystone Centre. Pending public health restrictions for up-to-date information on the event, visit the Bonanza 2021 website. The annual general meeting for Farm Credit Canada is scheduled for August 18th at 1 p.m. It'll take place in a virtual setting. Visit the FCC website for details on how to join. Continuing with the Manitoba Farm Journal here on this Monday afternoon, Glendalee Allen Vossler chats with the Vice President for the Canadian Cattlemen's Association, Reg Schellenberg. Reg, Federal Agriculture Minister Marie-Claude Bebeau was in Manitoba yesterday. She announced a number of drought relief measures. Before we get into that announcement, maybe set the stage for us and talk to us a little bit about the situation in your area around Beachy and what you've been hearing from other producers. Canadian farms and ranches across the country are 
facing one of the most severe and widespread droughts and one of the largest feed supply shortages that we've experienced in decades. And at a local level, I mean, our area is very, very dry. Crops are, are thin, poor. Production yields will be way down. Hay production is a fraction of what it normally is. So the impact of the drought is hitting hard in this area as well as surrounding areas. It's, it's tough on producers. Sourcing feed is a, is a challenge. Decisions as to how many to keep back for the winter will also be a big challenge. And so CCA saw the need across B.C., Alberta, Saskatchewan, Manitoba, and as far as Western Ontario to go to government and emphasize the intensity of this whole situation. Minister Bobo has announced a, a number of drought relief measures from the CCA standpoint. Give us your thoughts. Well, we, we appreciated her timely response and the fact that they did take the time to go to Manitoba and, and see firsthand the, the impact it's had on producers there. The designation for the livestock tax deferral will allow producers that are forced to sell a significant amount of their breeding herd due to the drought conditions to offset resulting revenues with a cost to replace the herd. After initial reviews, there are missing areas in the province. CC emphasizes that those additional regions need to be added as eligible as soon as possible. Deferral is not currently multi-year and is not eligible for all classes of cattle. CCA will continue to advocate for subsequent changes for the deferral and work with Minister Bibu and her government officials on this request. That really is key, having it multi-year and and having it uh, affect all classes of cattle, not just that breeding herd. Absolutely. And the, the producers that sell off their breeding herd, obviously they're going to sell in a, in a pressured market downtrend. And if they want to replace the herd in two or three years, they'll be competing with a stronger market and they sold at a depressed price. And so they're, they're, they're getting a double penalty, getting penalized twice for decisions they were forced to make. And that's why we see that there needs to be some, some little additional changes to the, to the uh, tax deferral. The minister also announced additional federal support for agri-insurance, making drought-damaged crops available for feed yeah, CCA is very supportive of the crop insurance changes announced by the federal government and our provincial government. We have to recognize that Saskatchewan Minister David Merritt took the lead on this one, and Saskatchewan responded in a very timely manner, and we thank them for that. These changes align with our recommendations to salvage crops into livestock feed and added support for producers to purchase additional feed. Trying to access feed supplies is going to be a big issue, given how widespread the drought is. Absolutely. You know, in in previous droughts, producers have usually been able to go to the neighboring province for a feed supply. That's not an option right now in this situation. This drought is large enough that there's four main provinces that are all looking for feed at the very same time. And so the pressure is on to try and locate some. You combat that with the situation across the border in Montana, North Dakota. They, too, are in drought situations and trying to source feed as well. How long has it been since you've seen something like this, a a drought that has had this major an impact? 1988. Reg, final thoughts, key comments you would like to leave with people today? DCA is, is definitely working very closely with our provincial organizations and the announcements that have been presented by Minister Bebo are welcome, but we may want to make it very, very clear that uh, this is just the beginning 
as the situation intensifies and gets more severe across the country, CCA, along with the provincial organizations, will be coming with a more in-detailed ask from government during this time of crisis and disaster. That was Canadian Cattlemen's Association Vice President Red Schellenberg chatting with Golden West's Glenda Lee Allen Vossler. Another look at what's happening in the markets heading into the close is coming up in just a moment. Time now for another look at today's farm news. The Canadian Cattlemen's Association was pleased to see Minister Bebo's early designation for the livestock tax deferral for producers who may be forced to sell a significant amount of their breeding herd due to drought conditions. Red Schellenberg is Vice President of the CCA and says the impact of the drought is hitting hard, crops are thin and poor, and hay production is a fraction of what it normally is. Sourcing feed is a a challenge. Decisions as to how many to keep back for the winter will also be a big challenge. And so CCA saw the need across B.C., Alberta, Saskatchewan, Manitoba, and as far as western Ontario to go to government and emphasize the intensity of this whole situation. He notes the announcement on the initial deferral program needs to be broadened as there are still areas missing across the drought-affected regions that need to be added. As well, the CCA is looking for a multi-year program that covers all classes of cattle, not just the breeding herd. And there are a number of changes coming into effect for farmers on August 1st. Remy Goslin with the Canadian Grain Commission talked about service fee reductions. The changes are going to result in a combined um, official inspection and weighing fee reduction from a buck forty-eight per ton to a dollar five per ton for for ships. So this is a substantial reduction. So uh, in terms of savings to the sector, uh, we're estimating that approximately fourteen million dollars in cost decreases uh, for the 2021-22 fiscal year. And then further decreases of about $21 million for each 2022 and 2023, uh, which would represent a further decrease of about 30%. Other changes coming into effect on August 1st are canary seed being designated as an official grain, expanded dawn testing available through the harvest sample program, and wheat class modernization final changes taking effect. I'll be back after this to wrap up today's program. We've come to the end of another Manitoba Farm Journal. I'm your host, Corey Canute. If you have any questions or comments, you can reach us by email, thefarmdesk at goldenwest.ca. Today's closing numbers with more in-depth commentary on what's happening in the markets is coming up at 10 to 2 on the Markets Farm Program. Coming up on tomorrow's show, we'll hear from the CEO with Farm Credit Canada. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. Hope you can meet us back here tomorrow starting at 12 noon.